You're listening to the Happy Hour Effect podcast, episode number 27. Have you ever been on your phone, surfing, crushing, texting, and someone's come up to you and asked you for something, and you've said, just a second, just a second. It's never just a second, right? It's minutes, hours. And if this has ever been you, keep listening, because chances are your phone connection is causing you disconnection with your loved ones. Hello, hello, this is Kristen Brown, and you are listening to the Happy Hour Effect podcast. Super duper excited to be here with you today. This is episode number 27. We are going to be talking about disconnecting to reconnect. Dun, dun, dun. Disconnecting? I cannot be away from my phone. I will die if I do not have my phone within one foot of me at all times. And actually, there is a lot of truth to that fear. Most of us, 90-some percent of us, have our phones within three to f- feet of us with for all 24 hours a day. We wake up to our phones, we go to bed to our phones, and we spend an average of 90 minutes on our phones. For most of us, it's a lot more than that. And when you look at that over an average lifespan, that is four years of time. What could you do with four years? A lot, right? A lot. And in honor of my brand new sponsor, who I'm super duper excited about, Awesome Box, I'm going to do this whole episode on disconnection because Awesome Box means out of sight, out of mind. An awesome box is a very nifty, cool, powerful little tool that helps you to disconnect sometimes so you can spend time with the people in your life that is more important than whatever is happening on the screen, right? Because how many times, like I said in the intro, have you been on your phone surfing, hanging out, looking at candy, doing Candy Crush, texting, whatever, and someone's come up to you and said, hey, can you do this? Or hey, mom, I want you to come and look at my new artwork or watch me dance. And you've said, just a second, just a second because you had to finish that crush, right? That crush line. You had to finish that text. You had to finish liking that Facebook post or posting something. And cell phones aren't bad. They're awesome and amazing. And they help you keep stay connected, right? Connected to loved ones, connected to the world. But we are now a cell phone addicted society. Addiction in not the good way. And when you're addicted to your cell phone, that means that when you're away from it or you forget it at home, you feel actual anxiety. It's called nomophobia. And when that happens, there's something wrong. Because just a few years ago, we didn't have cell phones. We went about our days without them. We weren't connected to people all hours of the day. We didn't have it laying next to us in bed. We didn't have our alarms and our entire lives stored on a little piece of equipment. And again, cell phones aren't bad. They're powerful and awesome. But being more responsible for how you use them is really what Awesome Box is all about. And the guys behind Awesome Box, just two regular dads, Mitch Bain, Matt Brockler, they were just two dads that saw in their own families the pain that cell phone addiction was causing. Both them and their wives would find themselves saying, oh, just a second, honey, when their kids wanted to hang out and play. And the message that that is sending to our kids is not good. I'm going to talk about some of the ramifications of this cell phone addiction in a little bit. And for those of you that have seen me on stage, read my books, seen me in social media, you know how much I love to talk about disconnecting and what you can do with all that new fun time. Because, you know, everybody, when I talk to them, they say, oh, well, my biggest complaint, my biggest stressor when I ask them what that is, is always, I don't have enough time. Well, you have enough time. We all have 24 hours a day. You're just spending it in stupid ways. And if you're offended by me saying that, I apologize. But when you really look at how you're using your time, chances are you're wasting a lot of it. So when you say you don't have enough time, 
That's just BS. You have enough time. You're just doing stupid things to fill your time up. So awesome box. Out of sight, out of mind, awesomebox.com, O-S-O-M-B-O-X.com. Go check it out because these two dads are really creating a movement to help people disconnect sometimes. And their Kickstarter just launched this week. So definitely go in to that Kickstarter, give them some funding, spread it around. This is a really important message. And I'll remind you again at the end to go and check them out because it's really, really powerful and important, not just for you, but for your loved ones, your coworkers, your spouse, your kids. It's it's critical that we get control of this cell phone addicted society that we're living in. So let's jump on to the awesome content. We are talking about disconnecting to reconnect. I mentioned earlier, we spend 90 minutes a day on our phone. For most of us, it's a lot more than that. And when we spend that much time on our phone, not only is it causing a lot of physical problems, because look at how you're hunched over your phone and your shoulders are slumped over and the thumb and the wrist problems. Doctors, chiropractors, they're already seeing a lot of health problems arising. It's going to be even worse in you know the next 100 to 1,000 years. Our bodies are going to evolve in a physically different form than they are now because of this cell phone usage, if we don't get a handle on it. So that's one ramification and bad thing that happens from this overuse of cell phones. But another thing is when we're spending that much time on our phones and often choosing what's on our phone over what's happening right in front of us, especially important for kids is that kids are learning how to use phones and how to be respectful and how to communicate from the adults around them, their parents, their teachers, their caretakers, their grandparents. And those habits that you have, that is what they're going to be doing when they get their own phones and when they grow up. And we're already seeing it in teenagers. They don't know how to talk to people. They have no clue how to communicate in a a reasonable way. And some do. I'm not stereotyping. But when you look at young people, they're losing the communication skills that a lot of us learned before cell phones came around. Another thing, and this one is the saddest, scariest Worst thing that I probably ever heard about cell phones is there was a research study done that that showed that infant newborns, so babies, new, in, newborns, would associate their mother's faces with a cell phone screen because their moms were always on their phones, right? You're sitting on maternity leave or whatever, and you're on your phone. And when the baby would see a cell phone, it would start to root and want to nurse, would want to breastfeed because the baby was associating their mother's faces with a cell phone. And I think that's about the saddest thing I've ever heard. And there's been also a lot of research with kids feeling less important. And some of this research has been done by me with my own daughter, who she has told me point blank, Mom, why are you, what are you doing on your phone now? And she actually wrote a little story, a little article that I actually had the awesome box guys share on their blog, because it was one of those like knife in the heart moments where it was that moment that made me say, I need to work with Awesome Box and I need to get an Awesome Box and I need to embrace the awesome movement because I shouldn't be on my phone choosing to be on a screen when my eight-year-old daughter is right in front of me and wants to hang out with me. That's not going to be that, that way forever, right? Your kids, if they want to hang out with you, talk to you, prioritize them every single time. And, you know, if you do it for work and, you know, sometimes it's it's impossible to prioritize them every time. But the more often you can get that phone put away, out of sight, out of mind, Awesome, using an awesome box or whatever, throw it in a drawer, put it in your purse. It doesn't matter how you do it. And the guys at Awesome Box don't care how you do it. Get that phone put away sometimes so that you can prioritize the human beings that you're with in your life, okay? So that's some of the the really sad and bad stuff that is impacting the kids in our lives. 
also is our friends, coworkers, and family, the other people we spend time with, grown-ups. We're also perceiving people that say to us, oh, just a second, that we're less important than what's on that phone. And as grown-ups, we know that there's probably, you know, some important stuff going on on that phone. But more often than not, there's a lot of junk happening. There's the Candy Crush, and I'm guilty of Candy Crush. I love it. I love trivia crack. I love all that brain-melting stuff. It's fun and it's relaxing. But choosing when to do it, where to do it, and with whom to do it is the key here. It's not saying don't ever do these things. You still can. Those things are fun, right? But just choose more effectively when you choose to prioritize what's on your phone over actual human beings, okay? And I already mentioned the communication skills, another one of the things that's really a negative effect of cell phone overusage is we're not communicating as effectively as we once did. And everything, it's like we're a robot behind a screen instead of having interpersonal relationships and and real human connection. So when you can get that phone put down and instead spend that time with people or even just spend it with yourself doing your own passions and hobbies, it will make such a huge difference in your day. And that doesn't mean that, you know, if you spend 90 minutes a day on your phone that you have to put it away for 90 minutes. It just means swapping out some of those minutes so that, okay, 15 minutes, we're putting our phones away after school so that we can all hang out and talk about how our day was. Maybe mealtimes are phone-free zones. When you go out in public, when you go to uh, Target, when you go to restaurants, when you go to sporting events, when you go to kids practices or things like that, maybe those are phone-free zones. It's going to be different for all of you and when you decide those are. And I'm going to go into that a little bit now because I want to jump into, you know, now that you know how big of a deal cell phone addiction is, and there's a hundred more reasons why it's a big deal. If you go to awesomebox.com, there's a lot of articles and information there about why cell phone addiction and overuse is so damaging to us. But I want to give you some ways that you can disconnect without feeling disconnected. Because I know myself, I sometimes get sucked into Facebook land, right? It's like, oh my gosh, I got to see what happened since last time I logged in. And then I scroll back to then and then I go forward to see what I missed. Well, for dumb, if something big would have happened to anyone that I love, I would have gotten a call, right? Or a text. I would have found out. So I don't need to scroll back and see all the pictures. I love looking at all my friends' pictures. But that doesn't mean that that has to define how I spend my time. Because when I'm saying no to myself, you know, like, hey, I'm not going to do what I need to do right now. I'm going to go say yes to someone else's life. You're really doing yourself a disservice. You want to focus on your own life. That doesn't mean being egotistical or materialistic or self-centered. It means saying, okay, how do I want my life to go? How do I want my stress levels? How do I want my happiness? How do I want my family to feel and be? And that means choosing consciously that you're going to focus on those things and not focus on things that are happening on your screen. Okay? So here are five ways that you can disconnect without feeling disconnected. Number one, set aside time to do some of that non-essential phone surfing. Because again, I already said cell phones aren't a bad thing. They're fun. It's fun to look at people's social media statuses and playing games. All that is fun and it's okay. But set aside time to do those things. You don't have to be doing them nonstop all day long. Just say, hey, you know what? Over lunch, that's when, I, that's when I'm going to do my non-essential cell phone surfing. Okay, maybe after work, I need 15 minutes to decompress when I get home and I'm going to do a little trivia crack. Great. Then after that, the phone gets put away. Choose the time when your non-essential phone surfing time is going to happen so that it's not happening all day long and sucking your productivity and your time throughout the day. Number two, talk to your kids about how to be respectful and use cell phones the right way. 
Now, here's the caveat to that. You can talk to them about it, but you also have to demonstrate it. If you tell them, like, oh, you should only be on your phone certain hours of the day and only these many minutes a day, and here's what you should be doing when you're online, and you shouldn't prioritize the phone over people, but then you sit back and you're doing the, the things you just told them not to do, they're going to do the wrong thing. They're going to do what you're doing. So you also not just have to talk to them, but also demonstrate how they should be using their phones in the most effective and respectful way. Respectful for themselves, respectful for the people around them. Number three, have other hobbies planned to fill your new time. So 90 minutes a day on average, for most of us a lot more. Okay, let's say I'm only going to spend 30 minutes a day doing dumb stuff on my phone. I have an hour now. What am I going to do with that hour? Don't fill it with other things that you know, are kind of non-essential or that suck your time. Have a plan. Have a list of the things that you really love doing that you would love to fill that time with that people are always saying, I don't have enough time. Well, you don't have enough time to do what? What are those things that you want to do that you wish you had more time for? Is it hobbies? Is it family time? Is it going to the gym? Is it cooking healthier meals? Is it learning to knit? Is it, I spoke with a woman not long ago who wanted to learn how to do mount shooting where you ride a horse and you shoot targets. That was a hobby she'd always wanted to know how to do. Find the things that you have always wanted to do, the things that you feel like you don't have enough time for, and make those a priority and fill your new found time from disconnecting with those fun things because then you'll be incentivized and want to disconnect from your phone more often, right? So that's number three, having hobbies. Number four, I mentioned this already, but you need to have a no phone zone. Now that means different things to different people. And what that means is you need to say, okay, there are certain times, places, or relationships in which a phone is not going to be part of it. So maybe it's mealtimes. Maybe it's every day from three to four. Maybe it's every time you're at a sporting event. Maybe it's whenever you're hanging out with your kids. You need to determine the most powerful times where you can keep that phone put away. And that becomes your no phone zone, not just for you, but for everyone that you're hanging out with so that it becomes not just you sitting there like, oh, well, everyone else is on their phone, but so that everybody understands why it's important and why the no phone zone exists. So you really have to get people in the loop, have them listen to this episode, have them check out Awesome Box, have them come to one of my events. I talk about this on stage all the time, disconnection. And help them to understand why it's important to disconnect so they're not wondering why you're disconnected and not on your phone and they are and why it's so important for you that they get off their phones too. Make sense? No phone zone. Number five. Now this one is a direct plug of Awesome Box because I have been using it now for a few months and it has made such a huge difference in my life and in my relationship with my daughter and in my productivity. Just to have an awesome box. What it is, is it's a cool little modern, streamlined, little leather leatherette covered box. It's gray, kind of the cool grayish that's all the rage now in fashion and, and um, interior design. So it blends in with any decor. And it's just a slim little box with a magnetic closure. It's got some cushioning at the bottom so that it's sound dampening and it's protective of your cell phone. It's got a opening in the back so you can charge your phone while it's in the box. And it's simply a physical and visual barrier for you to get your phone out of sight and out of mind. That is what the awesome box is. And when you can create the times in your life when you can put your phone in your awesome box, 
I promise you it'll make a huge difference in your life because it's made a huge difference in mine. It's made a huge difference in the people that have been using it. And if you bop over to Kickstarter to the on the Awesome Box website, awesomebox.com, O-S-O-M-B-O-X.com, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. You can go over there, you can fund the Awesome Box Kickstarter campaign, and you'll as one of the levels of funding in Kickstarter, you actually get your own Awesome Box. And it's such such an amazing and powerful message and movement that they're starting that these two dads have just said, you know, this has to change. This is painful in our society and in our families, and we need to make it stop. So get an awesome box. That is my number five tip. So those are my five things. There's a million more. And again, you can get a lot of these on the awesome box website, but I will link to it on my podcast show notes page, which is at happyhoureffect.com. Just click on podcast. This is episode number 27, Disconnect to Reconnect. And let's recap those five ways to disconnect without feeling disconnected. One, set aside your phone surfing time. So that's the time when you're going to be doing your non-essential stuff like status updates, games, things like that. Number two, Be sure you talk to your kids about how to use cell phones most effectively, but then more importantly, be a role model so that they are seeing you put those actions into action in your own life. Number three, have other hobbies planned to fill your new time from the disconnection. We say we don't have enough time, but we're just filling our time with dumb stuff. So stop the cell phone filling time and fill it with stuff that you really want to do and that you've been wishing you had more time to do. Number four is having a no-phone zone, whether that's a time, a place, or when you're with certain people. And number five is getting an awesome box. Go to awesomebox.com, O-S-O-M-B-O-X.com. Learn all about it. Go to their Kickstarter page and give them a little funding love, and you'll get your very own awesome box. And be sure to spread the message because it's really an important movement. Again, thank you so much for listening and As always, if you like the show, give it a little share, give it a little love, subscribe to it on iTunes or Stitcher, give it a five-star review and rating, and be sure to tell your friends about it. I'd really appreciate it. You can simply share it right from the show notes page. Again, that's at happyhoureffect.com. Click on podcasts, and there's all the episodes right there. This is number 27, Disconnect to Reconnect. Again, I'm Kristen Brown with the Happy Hour Effect, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) 